Dominic, Dominic, you've asked me many a uh, strong political question before. Well, Dominic, as you might guess, I've been asked that a few times before. To those in the press who did their job and did it with professionalism, and even to some of you who are actually kind, where's Dominic? I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Thank you, Rita Cosby. Another weekend is upon us, and we are so glad that you are starting it here with us on Talk Radio 77 WABC. The video I just referenced uh, with Rita Cosby that has me very upset, I will deal with uh, in a few minutes. In a few minutes, but it is another indication of why someone has to step up and stand up to the criminals. And the mayor-elect of New York City, Eric Adams, has been hitting the right notes. He's been saying the right things as recent as Thursday before the Police Athletic League. And thus far, thus far, he's not playing around when it comes to crime. And that's a great thing. I am telling you folks, this guy, Eric Adams, is going to surprise people. He's going to surprise people and really fight crime. Law and order. If you don't hear anything else, I say this hour, understand this. Law and order must come first after the last eight years, especially after the last eight years where New York has been tortured in terms of crime and leadership. Two perspectives this morning. In a second, longtime City Hall insider and attorney Sid Davidoff will join me. And later tonight, a man, about about uh, 1245, a man who was supposed to be here last night, but he agreed to come tonight because we had breaking news last night. His name is Andre Ward, and he did 16 years in prison on a drug rap. Since then... He's lectured at Columbia University, and now he works at the Fortune uh, Society, a, a reentry program for those that are, have been incarcerated. And he never could have imagined serving on an expert uh, panel alongside prosecutors, defense attorneys, advocates, and public health officials in an effort to reform how prosecutors deal with drug crimes. Now, I'm a law and order guy, and the story that has me very upset this morning is in the New York Post where a police sergeant is literally punched in the face. This happened just a Friday morning. Punched in the face and seems to lose consciousness for a second. But we'll we'll deal with that in a little bit. 
But anyway, Mr. Ward is now part of a group that is advising prosecutors. We'll talk to him. But first, let's start with Sid Davidoff, who was a longtime City Hall advisor and top attorney in this city and lobbyist. And and I want to talk the issue of crime, Eric Adams, going forward. And Sid Davidoff, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Okay, let's get right to it. Mayor-elect Eric Adams has been delivering tough-on-crime speeches, even repeating his warning to Black Lives Matter leader Hank Newsom not to mess with New York. Can Adams deliver on fighting crime? Uh, you know, if anybody can deliver, and this, this time it's Eric Adams. He was elected because... The people in the city of New York believe that he can deliver exactly that. And he's shown his mettle a, a number of times. But his, uh, I think you're referring to his latest uh, speech before the Police Athletic League. We made it quite clear that uh, people like Mr. Newsom are not going to uh, hurt this city, harm this city, hold up this city, that he intends to enforce the law. Uh, he intends to make this police force a responsive police force, both to the community and to the, and to the city at large. So, I, I mean, I can't imagine a man who's more fit for the job uh, than Eric Adams. And I, I have such confidence that if anybody can do it, he's the guy that we need. What are the challenges, Sid Davidoff? You spent a lot of time uh, at City Hall. What are the challenges before Adams and to the flip side of that coin, can he lift up the morale of the NYPD? Yeah, you know, that's, let's take that second part first. The, uh, you know, a cop comes on the job because he wants to do the job. Most cops out of the 33,000 that we have, most policemen and police women, uh, have come on and signed on because they want to protect the city and do their jobs. They want to get through it uh, each day and go home to their families, and their families want to see them come home, uh, you know, uh, as they left in the morning or, or whatever time they leave. So this is one of the key things that he has to do is, is have the police person on the job, do their job, believe they're going to be backed up if they do their job right. And listen, he was on the force for 23 years. He became a captain. He was a reformer on the force, and when and took on the force when he and the brass when he needed to, and still rose the captain. So he understands what what the person on what the cop on the street has to go through. And he said it all through his campaign, and he said it through his professional life. For 22 years, I put on a, a bulletproof vest to protect you, to protect this city. So he understands. It. So I think he he knows that he has to have the confidence of the police. That they have to have the confidence of their uh, commissioners and the mayor of the city of New York, that that they will back them up if they do their job correctly. On the other side of that is that the community wants to know that the police are there to protect them and not to hurt them. And I think that Eric has to uh, Eric Adam has to bridge that gap that we have now seen happen in the city. It isn't the first time we've had this problem between community and police, but I think that he, if anybody, can can solve it. And 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 and. and really make it what it should be so that the police can do their job and the community can be happy to have police presence in their neighborhood. On the other so side, the first part of that question... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead Sid. 
I was there on the first part of the question. That's you know, there were so many elements to to the crime problem today. Uh, even though we're seeing headlines in the city and this crime has increased slightly uh, over the last year to two. In fact, we're still one of the safest big cities in the country. But that doesn't matter if you're the person who, who gets mugged or pushed on the subway uh, or if you're a relative to that person or whatever. So, uh, you know, whether it's it, the statistics show that we're the safest big city or not, there's still a lot to do. Uh, and that, that involves several different elements. And again, Eric Adam understands you have the gangs and he's talked to the gangs. And he's letting them know, not in my city. It's not going to happen in my city. We're going to take those guns away from you. And that's one of the things he, he has to do is get at, at, to the gun traffic and, and, and take that violence that's out there away. And the second part is even a more difficult one is the homeless mentally ill. It's not there are many people out there who would want jobs, but there are also many who have mental problems that need to be dealt with. Uh, and it's not a police problem, but it's a problem with the administration. And that's, I think, one of the next biggest issues he's going to have to overcome if he's going to keep the city as safe as we want it to be. And I, I would throw in there as well, and we are chatting with longtime City Hall insider Sid Davidoff, also a top attorney in New York City. I would throw in there as well, Mr. Davidoff, something that I know is on the tip of your tongue, bail reform mr uh uh-huh. mr adams can can really want to hit hard on crime but without the bail reform what gives so how does that all play out well again you know you're right um bail reform has become a uh, a subject of whether crime really has increased and you know i i look it, it it can't be just coincidental that we have bail reform and then we have an increase in crime so there must be some tie even though many statisticians and, and reformers say it's not true we have a police commissioner in Thurman shea who's made that point and i have to tell you that the electorate have made that point that they showed that in the election in the district attorney's race out in nassau county uh in in the in the uh county executive race in some of the local uh, uh, council races here in the city of New York and in the election of uh, Eric Adams. Yeah, bail reform is going to be one of those things on his schedule, I believe, in the early part of the legislature. It's not an easy one to take on because we have uh, a very liberal legislature right now. But again, Eric Adams not is not afraid to face controversy. And I think he'll be in the, in the front line on this. What does Mr. Adams do on COVID, and I'm wrapping up now, but what I mean by that is Adams is promising New York will be more business friendly. That is the right message to send. It should be much easier to do business in New York City working with businesses. But when it comes to COVID, do you think he will be more along the lines of a de Blasio or go or perhaps run in the opposite direction? I think it's something in between. You know, we have a governor right now in, in uh, Governor Hochul who has just mandated a mask uh, on, on businesses inside um, and, and also or having uh, vaccinations, having to show it to go in. And she says she has two functions, one to keep uh, the state healthy and safe, and the second is to keep business open. And, I, 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 you know, and that can run together. It's tough. No one can predict. Well, we're going with Omicron and what the numbers 
will show us in the near future. So there's somewhere in the middle between making sure that the business can still operate, and yet we force people to do the right thing by getting vaccinations, getting tested, wearing masks. Letitia James, out of the uh, race for governor, what do you make of that, Mr. Sid Davidoff? Well, you know, I think uh, the attorney general made the right decision. She's got some incredibly important cases on her calendar, particularly uh, with Donald Trump. Uh, I think she realized that, that that's where she belongs at this time. It certainly has changed the dynamics in this political race, which is, by the way, the Democratic primary is only seven months away. It's in June. So it, it, it really upended a lot of people who thought they were, still think they're going to run. Uh, but, I, you know, I'm happy. She's done a great job. Uh, as Attorney General, and I'm happy she made the decision to continue doing that job. Kathy Hochul, and I, I am out of time, Mr. David Off, but it, from my perspective, this is her race, and she is uh, going in definitely the by far front runner for the nomination. You say? It's her race to lose. She's going to win it. Well, Sid Davidoff, we thank you so much for joining us, and happy holidays to you and your family. And to you and yours, Robert.